Madness is back in the house. I'm actually in the house this week, too. I'm not in another state for once. She has broken laws in multiple states, and she's back in Jersey. <laughs> Crossing the line. <laughs> we should like find out like how many laws you break whenever you're like in Florida. You think you break laws? Me? Do Law. you think do you think you break laws, Madison? I jaywalk. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> I'm walk across the street. I don't care. Because I actually had a loan officer back in 2010 who actually got a ticket in Alexandria for jaywalking. It's it's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> but nobody gets a ticket for it. I guess it depends on where you are. What state was he in? Virginia. Is Virginia strict with jaywalking? No, I just said I think he must have pissed the cop off. <laughs> yeah, he must have been like running or skipping or something. <laughs> he literally got a ticket for jaywalking. So, yes, Madison, jaywalking, do not do that. Jaywalking What's and parking is probably where I would have my two down. Where, where, where are you in Florida again? Where was I or where yeah, am I? Where, well, where are your parents' house? Where were that kind uh, of My parents are in St. Petersburg, Treasure Island. My brother's in Tampa. And then I have other family friends that are in West Palm, Jupiter. And when, where, where were you jaywalking? Where don't I jaywalk? Okay, so the police officers in those three cities be on the lookout for madness. Be on the lookout for madness, jaywalking. You see somebody from New Jersey, which I know is not abnormal in eastern part of uh, West Palm Beach. <laughs> Everyone in West Palm drives around in golf carts. You got to worry about like drinking and driving in a golf cart down there or something. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's all good. It's all good. So, Madison, we just got done recording a realtor episode. I have on the new Laugh, Let and Eat t-shirt. I noticed oh, you didn't have yours on. You know what I mean? It. No, it's okay. You got to show, show the respect before the show starts. Don't do it afterwards. Um, so we just sent these out to everybody. Now, the market has changed since the last time you were here. Doesn't it always. Right? Doesn't yep. it always. And you are changing with the market. I am. You seem more at peace all of a sudden. There's no madness left in you right now. No. You're seeing these nice, lovely pictures that are behind you. It's like a new madness going yeah. on. It's like a new all rainbows and butterflies, sunshine, unicorns. And, and, and you're like, got tearful moments with clients? Yeah, I've had a lot of tearful moments with clients. Now, um, is that why you go to closing? So you can break down and, and have tearful moments of client, with clients? Yes, it gives me a reason to cry because the guys <laughs> in my office, you know, it's funny. So I went to, to um, lunch with two of my coworkers yesterday and we were celebrating one of their two-year anniversaries being with mm -hmm. the company. And we were just talking about growth and, you know, how things have changed in the last two years since he came on board. And he was like, you know, you don't cry as much anymore. I feel like that's growth. And I'm like, you know what? It is. I don't, I don't cry as much anymore. So either I'm becoming numb to this business or I don't know, I'm, I'm get, getting thicker skin. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, 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 is <laughs> you know, that movie, A League of Their Own with Tom Hanks, you ever seen that? Please no. don't tell me you've not seen that movie. No. Please take two hours of your life this weekend. It's a okay. long weekend. You got to watch A League of Their Own. You got to watch it. It's just, it's required mortgage education. I feel like I might have, it, it has to do with mortgages. No, it's a baseball like, movie. So. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like I've seen like mortgage related or like. No, it's, it's about the 
a female baseball league during World War II. But oh, Tom Hanks is in it. Okay. Right? Tom Hanks does an amazing part where this girl is crying because he's yelling at her for missing a pop ball. And he says, there's no crying in baseball. All right. So I know Logan. <laughs> I just don't know. I haven't watched the movie. <laughs> All right. There is no, yeah, there's no crying in mortgages. Only there's no crying in mortgages. There's no um, crying in mortgages. But yes, with that, so I one thing that I guess I do differently that I didn't realize was so different or mm -hmm. unheard of is I go to my clients' closings. What? I don't go to every closing. What are you talking about? So, you know. <laughs> I guess being newer in the industry, right? I'm always trying you to go to the closing. Yeah. I don't go to every closing. Okay. So if it's like a refinance, I'm not going. If it's someone that has, this is like the third time they're going around the, the process of buying a home, I'm not going. But I make it a point for all of my first time home buyers to okay. go. That's nice of you. That's very yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, now, do you, try to, do you try to get more business from a listing agent? No. I mean, yes and no. I think that one, it's important for me to show up there because I think it's important for everyone that's been a part of this transaction, whether it's a paralegal, the title company, the notary, the attorney, the realtors, like we all worked collectively for this transaction to take place at the closing table. You're going to start crying, aren't you? <laughs> You're getting emotional. <laughs> so, so. You're going to start crying. Don't do so. it, madness. Don't, don't do cry. it. Don't cry. It's a podcast. No crying in podcasting. But yes. <laughs> it's just nice to see the fruit of your labor come together. And it's so, nice to put names and faces together. I get that. Know. It's just, I don't know. I, I Well, I know people have been I'm going People have been going to closing since I've been in the business, which you know was that was like Fred Flintstone time, right? Yep. And so they, they've been going to closings for a long time. I was probably so I'll tell you the story. There was a re, it was a it was a very tough. It was probably my first subprime loan I did in 1994. Mm -hmm. I they didn't even call them subprime loans then. I don't know what the hell they called them, right? And there was an 85 year old husband and wife that I did a loan for, and the closing was absolutely berserk, where there was arguments about the fees, and I guess the wife was going senile or something. And she actually yelled, everybody shut up. And we all looked at her. I'm not, I'm not making this up. And she says, I don't care what the fees are. You're not taking my organ. <laughs> You're absolutely right about that. And I That's guess the old... Gathering for. I'm guessing the husband had threatened to sell her organ if they couldn't get the refinance done for the house working on them. Like, ma'am, if we don't get this money through the cash out refinance, we're going to have to go. No, like the, the husband way. probably threatened her. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I should just sell your organ and so we can get the mortgage payer. So I don't know. But after that, I stopped going to closings. I was like, I don't want to be around my clients when they close. So this is what I do. I don't go for the full closing. Like I'm not sitting there, you know, like start to finish. I show up at the last 15 minutes, right? Oh. We're getting through the end of the, the closing table. We're getting wow. ready to be done. Everyone's ready to take pictures. Everyone's ready to pop a bottle, just celebrate, talk after the closing. So that's when I come in. I don't think I need Ooh. to be there 
from start to finish. I see a new nickname in here for you. Oh God. What? I think the new nickname could be Papa Bottle. Papa Bottle. <laughs> pop pop madness. <laughs> like yeah. that's a pretty cool name. Papa Bottle. Papa Bottle. I'm like it. Pop a bottle. Let's go take a picture. I do want a closing sign though. Um, you know, like the realtors have like the little keys or whatever. I'm like, do do other guys in your group do they go to their closings? Some yeah, some of them. And again, that's where you learned it from. That is where I learned it from. And I think that, you know, like I said, above all else, it just shows that client that, like, hey, I told you I was gonna be here for you. I told you I was gonna get you to the finish line. Here we are. Yeah. And It's it's paid off for me. And I've had, you know, the realtors like, wait, you're coming to closing? And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, is that an issue? So is, there, is, there, is there a distance limit? Like if the closing's 100 miles away, would you go? No. So, <laughs> no. I, I've got people in all, all different places. So, like, last week when I had a closing down in South Jersey, which is about an hour and a half from my house, um, I stayed with my parents at their shore house. They were just down there for the weekend anyway. The closing was happening on a Monday, so I stayed over till Monday. Worked from down the shore, okay. The closing and then drew, drove home. I mean, if it didn't work, or you know, I had other obligations that day, I wouldn't say that me going to a closing is my first priority. But I think that if I have the ability to make it to the closing, maybe you know, I don't make it to the closing, but I set up you know, coffee or something with that client with that agent post close for a celebration it works the same way but i do like to show my face do you bring closing gifts yes all right got a card on it yes handwritten cards all day every day you give it to the listing agent i do and i give it to the attorneys and i give it to the title company and i give it to everyone so in about 20 years the fruits of your labor will pay off yes it's going to take a while but i do think that those little (laughs) small touches will end up being a big player, hopefully. No, listen, I, I think those are great things, by the way. As a, as, as, as a manager, I mean, I, I can assure you that I, I think I would encourage that. You know what I mean? Especially in this day and age when it is so competitive. Yeah. Because, look, I mean, we're transitioning into this brand new market right now, right? Where it's more customer service. It's more of relationships. It's more hand-holding. Yeah. Right? Because the rates are higher. There's less, in, I mean, there's more inventory. So buyers can actually take their time finding the right house. And you're going to have to be more of a counselor to them at a time. Yeah. And I, mean, I think um, your, your buddy Darcy with her therapy session, that was dead on. No, it is. Um, and, you know, like what I would say is that a lot of these new mortgage companies or even existing mortgage companies that think that the way to get ahead or get, you know, behind the new curves and trends is technology. Mm-hmm. And I so disagree. I think technology is the connector to building relationships. Wow. Madison, I normally don't ask you, how old are you? 26. And you believe like technology is not as powerful as as everyone else is making out to be? No. Wow. I think it's a way for people to hide. I think it's a way for people to act like they're reinventing the wheel. I think it's a way for people to get distracted to get misled you know Mm. i think that with technology yes there's great uses of technology there's always a need for you know right now annie mac has a mobile app so you can literally download the app take an application 
scan your documents from your cell phone, like things like that. I think that is innovative is great. But I think if you are only running your business, knowing that your company has the best technology or you're using the best CRM systems, like I get embarrassed sometimes when people call me because some, my marketing team sent out an email pretending to be me. And they're like, Oh, I saw your email. And I'm like, Remind me again what I said in that email. Or we have these voicemail, um, it's called Sly Broadcast, where yeah. you have these preset recordings of you and it'll send a voicemail directly to their phone. So it like yeah. rings once, it doesn't give them enough time to answer. Yeah, the voicemails. Yeah. And it just goes to their voicemail. So they'll be like, Oh, I got your voicemail. What's up? Like, what's so important? And I'm like, huh, I don't know. <laughs> be telling you that they're doing this um, they do it or you're not reading their emails you know I might have to reach out to my marketing department like there might be a way for me to be able to approve these things before they go out but yeah, everything because normally you want to coordinate with this with the sales team when you're making that kind of effort because you don't want your sales guys to get caught off guard no. Unless they want to trip you up and throw you off balance and that's they enjoy that look. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, like every once in a while, I'm just like, okay, like, you know, or I'll tell my clients. Is the marketing like, team based in New Jersey also? Because it might be the mean streak in them. I don't know. Um, No, our marketing team's kind of all. I mean, Annie Mac is based out of South Jersey. So okay. there are there is definitely like a team of people in Jersey, but there's also, I think, like corporate level is across the country. Got it. Um, but yeah, no, just coming back to this whole like technology thing, I think that social media, yes, it's great. You're able to advertise, promote yourself, build a brand for yourself. But at the same time, if all that you're doing is building a brand behind a screen and you're not bringing that to the next level and meeting up with people in person, going to closings, attending events, hosting seminars, like, I don't know. I just think technology- interesting to hear this from a, from, from a, a loan officer that in your age bracket has been the business this long. Yeah. Because I think most of us, not most of us, I think overall people have this misunderstanding now, at least overall, right? Yeah. This belief that the younger people don't want to have contact with people. Like you would rather text somebody than actually pick up the phone and call them. Like, Wait. like, like I'll give you a good example. Like, hey, are we recording at 2 p.m. and 3 p.m. today versus just calling me? Yeah. And I'm so, like, calling. <laughs> people will be like, oh, like, I reached out to you and, like, I haven't heard back. And I'm like, but did you text me? Or so did you, you, do like text. you do like text because that's technology. No, I don't like text. I'm, you don't like text? No. I like phone call, FaceTime, email. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Think about it, Fob. It's like in in mortgage, right? Like you're on your phone all day. You wake up, you're checking your email. Someone's calling you. Someone's texting me. You're on your application. You're putting an application together. Okay. You're scrolling on social media all day. If that is my business operations, yeah. that's exhausting. Like just being behind a screen all day, right? Well, I mean, but we are behind a screen all day. We are, we are, but we aren't. Here's my thing. Okay. Is I 
realized, and maybe this was like a, a result of COVID, but COVID, I had no work-life balance. Everything was done at home, in my little basement, you know, like everything. And people are still not going back to the office. People are still working remotely 100% mm -hmm. of the time. Mm -hmm. So it's not that I think that the phone and like all this technology isn't needed for my business. But if I have the opportunity to break up the day by going and connecting with an attorney or a real estate agent or a financial advisor, or if a client is able, you know, they live close by, hey, like, you know, let's sit together in person or you can come into my office after work. Like, why wouldn't I want to build relationships like that in addition to what technology allows? Technology gives you the reach. You're able to get your message. You're able to interact with a lot more people at one time. But God, like if you can't build relationships organically, okay. most of my business comes from organic leads. I don't pay for leads. I'm not paying a realtor's marketing fee mm -hmm. for them to send me deals. Um, I don't have any paid relationships within my sphere of influence within my networking, mm -hmm. um, which I think for me is great because then if I'm able to be this successful, maybe right now in my first year of business, because of the organic start and foundation that I built for myself, then when I do start to trickle more into maybe paying for leads or paying someone to do my marketing for me so that I'm not always the one that's posting everything for myself or right, whatever right. maybe it will be an extension of my business, but I haven't built my entire business. Around. I mean, I'm just still kind of floored that you don't like technology. So I'm, I'm still trying to like digest that, but that's, I mean, cause I love technology, right? I like, because I guess maybe I was around when there was no technology so it wasn't like you had an option, right? Don't you feel like it's lost its authenticity? Like, I feel like I... I like what you're saying. And I, and I think there's definitely... Look, there's merit in what you're saying, right? So there's boom, boom, right there. And I love the fact of melding the two thoughts together because I think maybe that's where it evolves into. I think you're onto something. I think that the organic along with a proper use of technology, is that maybe that the right? that's the right way to say it, where, look, I mean, I would get a, I'll never forget this. I, I was out with my family some sunny spring day and my beeper goes off. There's no cell phone. I got to go find a, it's my real estate agent. I call him up from some pay phone. He says, can you pull a credit report today? I got to go show this guy a house. I'm in DC. I put the family in the minivan, go drop them off at our house, drive to the office to pull a credit report. Only to find out the guy's got nothing but collections. Yeah. And the entire Sunday was ruined. Mm -hmm. And with technology, you can do it all on your cell phone. Now, let me tell you this. My Sunday is my Sunday. And I want to decompress. I want to get off. I want to digitally detox myself. Right, right. And because everyone has access to me through all of these platforms, how do you shut how do you shut down how do you stop you just, for, you just put on your on your on your voicemail look on sundays i don't respond to messages unless it's urgent and i you know but it's like have it's you ever urgent. have you ever, ever had one of those courses where they talk about the times that you can respond to people's voicemails and you put that on your greeting you know i used to have this one loan officer who <laughs> would not 
he would not respond to people's voice messages till after 4 p.m. Monday to Friday. After 4 p.m., expect a phone call from him. Yeah, and I have, like, heard, you know, like, the psychology with even, like, your voicemail. Um, what is it? Like, not the machine. The the preset, like my voicemail recording, right? Mm -hmm. So with the voicemail recording, like if you're not the type of person that's going to answer someone back immediately, don't say in your voicemail, oh, leave a message and I'll call you right back. Yeah. That's not who you are. If you're the type of person that prefers text over phone call in that voicemail recording, you should be saying, hey, please leave a voicemail and text me giving specific instructions that sets you up to answer accordingly. And that's or, how you detox from, from yeah. on the day that you don't want to pick up the phone. Cause there's plenty of time that I even, you know, like my, sometimes managers are calling me, whatever, calling me, right. Some value wants to complain. And I will have my phone turned off Yeah, because whatever I'm doing, like I just can't, I cannot be bothered. Well, I have those presets. So like when someone, calls me and you can hit one of like the text presets like sorry i'm driving sorry i'm on the other line whatever so i do have those set i do have my automatic um away but it sounds like is you need a technology detox weekend sounds like i need an assistant for technology and maybe i think think you need a detox i think there's a technology detox weekend camp even where it's like everything's turned off you don't bring your cell phone there you don't turn the TV on. You don't turn the computers on. That sounds just, like heaven. Right. Me. But you can create that. You don't need to pay some schmuck $2,800 for it. No, 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 no. I know. And, you know, like, I think that that's, again, where being in person, connecting with people in person allows me that time. I will never sit with a realtor or an attorney or a client and answer my phone in that yeah. hour that I'm with them. Yeah, and I feel like it not only resonates and translates to who I am as a person, like if you're yeah. with me, like I'm giving you the time, I'm giving you the space. No one else matters. No one else is important. Um, so maybe that's, you know, like subconsciously why I do like being in person because it gives me those breaks or it just breaks up my day for me where I feel like, okay, I didn't just sit and stare at a computer all day. Because yeah. sometimes that feels mindless for me. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And emailing and talking and texting and who's messaging me on Microsoft Teams. And then I got a Facebook DM and a like, holy moly. Like, yeah. it's great, but it's it's overwhelming at times. Yeah, and it's you, not, it doesn't, it doesn't set me up to be my most authentic self. You have to, you have to detox from all everything. And you have to just say, look, this is, I can't do this. I mean, I, I was just, I was trying to recruit this one guy and, and on his voice message, he was like, look, if it's after 7 p.m., I'm probably with my family. So please respect that time. And I'll call you back tomorrow morning. Yeah. You know, I was like, okay. I yeah. think that's the kind of message we need to leave. If you so set that- the tone or you have to have boundaries with your client, right. with your referral, you know, team. And again, that's where I think technology is great. It allows you to, you know, set up those presets or, Mm -hmm. okay, right now, like if I have a a realtor that needs me to run numbers or needs me to update a pre-approval, like Annie Mac is working on something right now where that realtor can go in. And so long as the, um, the purchase price is in what they're qualified for, I no longer have to be the person updating it constantly. Or I tell my clients, Hey, 
calculate everything on the mortgage app. I'll go run mortgage insurance through an actual mortgage insurance company. Cause like that estimate that they give you on that mortgage calculator is BS, but everything else numbers wise, like, yeah, 5% of this purchase price, this tax amount divided out by 12 months, you know, like there's certain things where it's just, I wonder how much of this has to do with you really catering to first time home buyers versus when you move up into second or third time home buyers if some of the stress will take its own place, you know what I mean? Because they're already kind of experienced in the buying process. Yeah. And I think one thing that was stressing me out for a while that I've kind of nipped in the butt or been trying to nip in the butt lately is my realtor relationships. Mm -hmm. Because at first, when I first got into this, it's like, all right, let's talk to everyone, everyone that wants to use me, like, let's do it. And then you start to learn the styles and the behaviors and the way that people talk to people. And, you know, like there's realtors that I love them and they give me business. I could never refer a client back to them. Wow. I would be mortified with how I know that they talk or treat people <laughs> and knowing this person's financial, you know, it's like, it's very weird. Um, so one thing that I've been trying to do is, fine tune my relationships or resetting expectations and boundaries with realtors, but also not only just relying or depending on real estate agents for my business, which is something that I think I felt short. Like I felt like, okay, the only way to get my purchase volume up is to go after realtors. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not the case. If anything, yeah. the realtors were giving me, they were de- they were deterring me further from hitting my purchase goals because Yes, they had the clients that they were referring me to, but they don't have an understanding of that client's financial background before sending them to me. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you something because we're at 26 minutes now. Yep. You feel better? I do. (laughs) I feel like I went to therapy. I should be playing you or something. Royalty. All right. As long as you feel better, then we can end the show now. <laughs> I didn't want to stop you there. Right. Not about a minute ago. <laughs> you were on such a roll. You know, I was like, okay, let her go. Because <laughs> obviously you needed to let that out. But I did. You gotta you gotta let it go, man. It's not, you know, there's there's more than enough business. No matter how high the rates go, no matter what happens, there's gonna be always business that's gonna be guaranteed for you, no matter what our brain tells us. And it's all works out at the end anyway. And, and when you, yeah, when you stress out in the middle, what's the point? What's the point? So, no. All right. Madison, I want you to say bye to everybody. Bobby, audience, <laughs> goodbye. I hope everyone has a great day. Thank you for letting me rant. We're out. <laughs>